Welcome back, Knicks Nation, to another episode of the Weekly Trend Edition that we started up last week, and we're in our third week of the NBA season. The New York Knicks have already played 10 games this season. It's crazy. They are 5-5. and They are 500. Just lost their game versus the Boston Celtics. Just wanted to dive into some analytic numbers here. As always, you can find me on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Knicks Nation, the Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it, at Knicks Nation, as always. And yeah. Let's just dive into these numbers and let's go. RJ Barrett is shooting 50% from three this season. That's in a 90 percentile in his position. He's simply been unstoppable. He's been amazing to start this season. And that's with him missing three games already. He missed the last game versus Boston Celtics due to migraines. And the first two games were due to uh, knee soreness or knee injury. Um, But yeah, in, in years past, he usually starts off slow, especially shooting that three ball. But this year, he's starting off with a bang, especially from the corner pocket. We all know RJ Barrett loves that corner pocket. He's shooting 50% from that side of the floor. Keep it up, RJ. The New York Knicks continue to not want to get Quentin Grimes involved in the offense. Now, this was one of my concerns coming into the year. Would Quentin Grimes be given that opportunity to break out, to score 15 points a game maybe look i always thought coming into the season that grimes he has all the tools obviously he's one of our best defenders on the team and he could shoot the three at a high rate but he's just been relegated to the corner he's basically a spot up three-point shooter in this offense which is great by the way 43 percent of his shots are from the corner highest on the team and he is shooting 41 percent from three that's 100 percentile in his position Look, he's been awesome from three. I just want to see him get more three-point shots. And also, this doesn't just fall on the New York Knicks. Quinta Grimes has to take it upon himself to be more aggressive on the offensive end. He's way too passive at times. There was times in that Celtics games. There's been times throughout the year where he's way too passive. Not He's, he's afraid to make that mistake and get pulled. You know, you know Tom Thibodeau was still in his ear probably, and he has Dante and Josh Hart off the bench waiting to come in for him, and he knows... <laughs> Any mistake, Tom Thibodeau is not going to deal with it, and it just sucks, man. Quinta Grimes is in his third year, and I just want him to, you know, continue to blossom. And right now, he's taking baby steps to get there, but I feel like there's way more to Quentin Grimes' games that we haven't seen. We've seen it in spurts, but we just haven't seen it consistently. So yeah, like I said, Quinta Grimes, he's always parked in the corner. 86% of his shots are three-point shots. 100 percentile at his position. You know, that's in the top echelon of his position. Now, 86% of his shots are threes. It's pretty much a spot-up three-point shooter. You know, when it, when it comes to being in an offense with Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, you're going to just be parked in the corner a lot with, with those two players having high usage percentage. It's going to be tough for Quentin Grimes to get his. His efficiency field goal percentage is second highest on the team at 61%, right behind Isaiah Hartenstein. So I would just love the Knicks to get him the ball more. The efficiency numbers are there. The three-point percentage is there. The defense is there. So, so far... Okay, start to the season for Quinta Grimes. I'm just a little bit concerned that this is all we're going to get, which is fine. You know, if it's if this is all we're going to get, cool, you know, but I just feel like in order for us to be a contender, we need more from that position. The New York Knicks have a luxury with Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein. 17% of the time, Robinson 
is grabbing offensive rebounding off misses. And 12% of the time, Isaiah Hartenstein is doing the same. Both centers are doing it at a top rate in their position. Both centers are doing it well. Both centers are doing it great. You have Mitchell Robinson grabbing 70% of the, of the offensive rebounding for the Knicks. And Isaiah Hartenstein doing the same, coming in off the bench, picky poison. That's a, that's a, I'm telling you, that's a problem for opposing defenses. And they continue to do it. 10 games in, they've been one of the best center duos in the NBA. They're both very elite at it. And you better also watch Isaiah Hartenstein when at the free throw line when it comes to rebounding. 33% of the time, the New York Knicks miss their free throws. He's grabbing those offensive boards at the line, which puts him in the 100 percentile in his position. Pretty much the best in the league at it. 33% of the time, off misses at the free throw line. Isaiah Hartenstein is grabbing those offensive boards. Shout out to Isaiah Hartenstein. Shout out to Mitchell Robinson. Keep doing your thing. We need it. The New York Knicks are still top five in points per possession allowed in the NBA with 100.9. Considering R.J. Barrett has sat three games this season, that's impressive. And I bring up R.J. Barrett because he's been one of the Knicks' best defenders to start the year. So defensively, the Knicks are pretty much top five in that position. Most of that has to do with Mitchell Robinson down low. Julius Randle has been good defensively. Quinta Grimes has high defensive analytic numbers as well. And Jalen Brunson hasn't been that bad. And after a slow start offensively for the Knicks, they're almost top 10 in points per possession scored. Considering the schedule with all of the back-to-backs, they've had three back-to-backs so far this year. Three back-to-backs with travel, by the way. Don't know what the NBA is doing in that regard. We also have a back-to-back coming up this week with travel. So the NBA has really bleeped up the Knicks schedule to start this year. But hey, as they say, the schedule is a schedule. No excuses, right? But yeah, considering the schedule with the back-to-backs, those numbers are pretty impressive. Top five in points per possession allowed in the NBA and top 10 in the NBA in points per possession scored. Let's go. The New York Knicks continue to shoot poorly from shots within four feet of the basket. It's actually been a trend now for the past decade, believe it or not, with them not finishing below 20th since 2017, 2018. That's a problem. If you can't finish around the basket, around the around the rim, I mean, those those are easy bunnies, man. And, and those are points left on the board that we just need to convert. And they're bad this year. 30th in converting. Converting 54.4% of the shots at the rim. That's not great. That's not going to cut it. For context, Boston is 7th in the NBA at 69%. You just have to shoot better from around the rim. Some of the honorable mentions that have been poor around the rim. Mitchell Robinson, 55% at the rim. Julius Randle, 37% at the rim. That is bad. Jalen Brunson as well hasn't been great. 52% at the rim, 14-27 to overall. I just keep going back to this Julius Randle number. He is 16 for 43 at the rim. Shots within four feet of the basket, 16 for 43. Mitchell Robinson is 27 of 49. Surprising because Mr. Robinson, he's, he's normally dunking, right? He's normally dunking, but this year he's actually been, you know, trying those hook shots and, and layups, but just hasn't been converting for Big Mitch. The best on the team, guess who? Quinta Grimes, five of seven shots at the rim. He just doesn't get the opportunities, but he's one of the best in terms of shooting, in terms of shots at the rim. Uh, just getting the ball more but yeah gotta improve in that area because those are just easy baskets guys come on easy baskets 
So that'll do it. The New York Knicks are five and five on the season. Look, RJ Barrett has been, you know, in and out the lineup. His his resurgence this year has been great for the New York Knicks. We've seen some great things for the Knicks, but we're five and five, five hundred. Schedule hasn't been kind to us, but I want to see us get back. But remember last year we started slow and then we went on a winning streak, eight, nine game winning streak after that. Um, yeah, so we just need one of those winning streaks to get over the hump. And I think it's coming. This offense, you know, I think is is there. It's right there. I just think, you know, with guys in and out the lineup, I just think it's hard to, you know, sustain a rhythm that way. And we'll see at the end of the week. We'll see how things turn out. But thank you for listening to episode two of this Knicks Trend podcast. I still don't know what to call it. Let me know what do you guys think I should call this show at Knicks Nation. Tweet at us or comment on one of the videos, youtube.com slash Knicks Nation. Still don't know what to call this podcast, but I think I'm leaning towards the Knicks trend show. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't roll off the tongue a bit. But yeah, guys, thanks for listening. I'll catch y'all next week. As always, it is Let's Go Knicks. I'm Anthony. Peace. Thanks for listening. Please hit that follow button to stay updated with our latest episodes. And we also greatly appreciate those five-star reviews. For you video enthusiasts out there, head over to our YouTube channel to catch the podcast in video form. YouTube.com slash Nation. You'll find all the relevant links conveniently listed in the show notes below. See you next time. Yeah.